listeners, welcome into the 29th of January, which is the 29th of Louise Jan. Hardly it isn't. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Christmas was a little bit more, alright, 25th and I'm done. Um, I've thought long and hard about what I was going to do today and I came up with something that I wanted to do, but maybe I'll need a little bit of your help to do it. Um... We spent the weekend watching the hip-hop, the songs that shook America, and this is on BBC iPlayer. Extremely good four episodes programme of this. And I love hip-hop. I've always loved hip-hop. But I don't quite understand hip-hop until I watch this. And it's very social and very political and very eye-opening and extremely interesting so if you have got any love of hip-hop whatsoever it's really really worth watching so it kind of goes through four programs of the start of hip-hop then it goes into the evolution into gangster rap and rap and it talks about the language that they use the misogyny that they faced and didn't deal with and did deal with and then it talks about when they get um, money and they've got one foot in capitalism and one foot food, one foot where they started and also all the social political things that go around the hip hop movement and mostly being black in America and it was really really sad in a way that the fact that they started in the 70s and you saw somebody getting killed by the police or a racist death. And only very recently there was a death of Tyre Nichols. May he rest in peace. And it just really made me quite sad the fact that this still continues since the 1970s. And has been like that since America basically started. But... It's really, really worth watching, giving yourself a little bit more education about things you maybe didn't know or didn't know you needed to know before now or something that you lived through and you might get a little bit angry. But, you know, it's good and we feel that anger, Black Lives Matter and it's really, really a worthwhile and it was a really good programme. What I want to do is talk about um, crafters and people in the crafting world who don't have as much a voice or a a platform as they should have. Um, So I was doing a very bad job of finding some today. I did have a few, but if you know of somebody who you think maybe could do with just a wee shout out on my podcast and let the other listeners know about, then please let me know for the next couple of days. So what I did decide to talk about is a bit of a capitalistic thing, is um, the what they call the big box warehouse yarn shops. So, if you were wanting to make a jumper today, um, for instance, like I said, I got the Knitter magazine this weekend, and there's a really beautiful red and cream jumper in it, and <laughs> I've only just read the name. It's called Clifford. <laughs> I always think about Clever the Big Red Dog. This has been designed by Dario Tubinia 
sorry for my pronunciation as usual and it is a smart stranded colorwork pattern and it's got beautiful yoke pattern on it and this is the red and white jumper I was talking about yesterday the day before and um, it's made in the fibre company Cumbria which is R and weight and for my size you would need seven uh, skeins of yarn so oh, I was like that's really nice and it's got a quite a nice it's got a latvian braid around the cuff and the rib of the bottom of the jumper and i'm thinking that's actually i really like that i don't think i would make it in red because i've already got a red jumper but if i was to make this buying the fiber company cumbria yarn um it was going to cost me 129 pound i don't have 129 pound so then i thought I could maybe look up what other iron weights that I could maybe use and I thought well I could go to um, a various big box um, shops on the internet such as Wool Warehouse, Lovecrafts, Hobby which two eyes and see how much they were and this is when then you've got to think about you look at what you're making and if you can't afford that yarn for whatever reason um then you would substitute your yarn choice maybe you've got something in stash that would do but you've also got to remember what is it that you're making is that going to need to be a sturdy yarn that doesn't pill very easily that holds its shape and doesn't grow what is the yarn made out of is it going to be uh, needing to be sturdy in certain places or can it be quite a stiff kind of yarn that would do for a slightly outer garment or is it going to be more against the skin where you would need a softer yarn you got to kind of contemplate about this and then you look at the yardage of what the pattern calls for in the yarn and then you would when you're going to substitute it you would maybe double check with how much yarn you actually need to buy because we read instructions, remember, because we're knitters. And I found this quite interesting um, website called Yarn Sub and you type it in. I didn't actually type it in. I didn't find it. I was typing in um, the name of the yarn, the fibre company, Yarn Cumbria and it came up with Yarn Sub and I looked down and I went oh so it suggests various places that you can buy this yarn in both the UK and in the USA and then it also suggests what other yarns you can use I thought oh that's quite cool I didn't know that existed so I thought that that was good um, now the reason that the big box yarn companies kind of managed to buy these huge discounts and um, deal with lots and lots of turnover of yarn is the fact that they kind of mostly use acrylic yarns and that is their base of their market. The yarns that are a little bit more expensive tend to be from from the UK and are milled in the various mills around the country and with that then you're trying to get the money back towards the farmers because they really don't get an awful lot for the fleece 
So he's kind of trying to build that balance between buying something that is sustainable both for your pocket and for the people who produce it. And at the end of the day, it is a choice for you and your pocket and also your morals. Do you just want to buy acrylic? I don't really buy acrylic if I can kind of get away with it. Part of that is because the fact that it's a plastic and yeah, you, I'm in the shop and I'm going, oh, it's only £2 a ball. Oh, that means I could buy that, make that orange jumper now for £14 instead of £129. But at the end of the day, I'm leaving, I've said it at the end of the day again, and I've said it again, ah. And I will say again, at the end of the day, I'm leaving a plastic jumper out there that will still be around when my grandchildren's children's children, I don't know how long, I don't know what the shelf life of a plastic jumper is. So, whilst some other garments that I do buy, I have that thought about well, I could buy yarn and you can buy some really rather inexpensive wool from other companies before you buy acrylic yarn. And it's not that I want to not support Hobby Wool Warehouse and Lovecrafts, but maybe I would buy the wool equivalent from them as opposed to the acrylic. And that is a personal choice. I am not telling you what or what to do, but I want you to think about it. And I think most of my listeners actually do think about what they buy and where they get it from. And if they don't, they're open to hearing me talking about it. Um, actually, there is some business, uh, a yarn dyer, who I have been absolutely drooling over recently. And this is Eden Cottage. She has got some absolute gorgeous yarns out just now. And I'm looking at it going, what can I make with that? <laughs> can I afford that? I don't need it, but I want it. And there is always that. Um, so just a wee pondering over big box warehouse yarn opposed to small produced going straight to the owner's pocket purchasing. This is, this is difficult. There is no right or wrong answers. There is what you would like to do in an ideal world and then there is what you can afford to buy. And um, just that's the way it is. So <laughs> it is what it is. So I just wondered if we could think about that for today. Hey listeners, I think that's all I've got for you today. I would love to do an uplift some uh, people who work in the yarn business and maybe need a little bit more of a platform in the next couple of days. I would love to do this on Monday, but I appreciate you maybe just listening to this on Monday or possibly Tuesday. And if you're listening to this in February, where have you been, listeners? <laughs> so I will leave you to that and keep on crafting.